there are people who presume that Christianity is just about piety, is about uh, saying stipulated prayers, or possibly a kind of unintellectual kind of thing, expressing our faith. But John Henry Newman puts this beautifully. He said, faith is not an intellectual accent, but it is an affective accent. In other words, what he's saying is that faith has to come from the heart, not from cognizance. And he goes on to say that a great theologian is not necessarily a good Christian. In other words, it's not what I can, you know, parrot out, you know, verbatim about the faith that matters. It is not just the professing of the faith. Faith is a relationship. It is a relationship with God and a relationship with humanity. And that is why I believe that any Catholic who is not leaving the social teachings of the church is not a fully integrated Catholic. Because the social teachings of the church is the practical living of the faith that we profess. It is not surprising that in the first reading today from the letter of St. James says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? Faith devoid of works is dead. It's not a living faith. If it is a living faith, it has to be lived out. It has to be expressed in my day-to-day activities. Yesterday, I did mention that most of us, if Christ is going to meet us on the highway, on the roads, uh, you know, and avenues and streets, probably he will not be able to identify if we are one of his. If the Lord should meet us in the mall, probably he will not identify us as one of his because there is a big dichotomy between our life on Sundays and our life on the rest of the week. If there is no integration, then our faith is not a living faith. It is a dead faith. And he gives on an example that if somebody is hungry or he has nothing to wear and you say go in peace, keep warm and eat well, what have you achieved without supplying the necessities for the body? And in the same way, that's what faith is about. If it does not work, it is dead. But yes, I understand that it's difficult at times to practice our faith, to leave it out. This is where the crisis of the cross come in. And 
Don Swagger explains the clause as when my will crosses the will of God. And if I should allow the will of God to prevail over my will, that is where I have the crisis. That is where I have the challenge. That is where I carry the cross. Jesus says in the gospel, if you fail to carry your cross and to follow me, you don't deserve to be my disciple. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, and for the sake of the gospel, will save it. And in fact, what we need most in life is life everlasting. That is the ultimate goal of human existence. Living in eternity with God. So, when we gain the whole world by responding to our instincts and, 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 and our will, even though they cross with the will of God and acquire everything for life, living life that is very successful in the eyes of the world, and I lose my place in eternal life, what good is it for me? And then he goes on to say that even the devil has faith. And in Mark's gospel, we hear that often when even the demons could profess, Jesus, you are the son of God. What are you here to do with us? Have you come to destroy us? The devil had faith. So having just the faith without leaving out the faith is not what it entails for us to be Christians. A Christian should lead a life that is exemplary. Life that defines our identity. Carrying the cross each day. Let's look at the cross. There are two beams that crosses each other. And if you look at the beams, there is one vertical and one horizontal. An expression of our relationship with the divine. And our expression of our relationship on the horizontal plane with one another. But if that relationship is devoid of Christ, the corpus, the body of Christ, that cross is deficient. Because it's Christ who brings our relationship with God and with one another to focus. Christ made it possible for us. He suffered on the cross so that you and I could be adapted once again as children of God so as to unite the whole humanity. So humanity and divinity are united in the person of Christ. So if our relationship with God and with one another is not punctuated by love, that relationship is defective. When we come to the Eucharist, we come to encounter the cross. And not just the cross, but we also come to encounter the resurrection of Christ. Mark is writing to a community that was facing persecution. And in the state of martyrdom, Mark is convincing them, do not abandon the Lord, carry the cross, 
Imitate Christ. Live your identity. That is the only way to assure you a place in the kingdom of God. So when we come here and we come to experience the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, we come to consume him in word and sacrament. We come to communion with him. We come to oneness with him. Because whoever eats my body and drinks my blood lives in me and I in him, Jesus says. So when we come to the Eucharist, Christ comes to dwell in us. And we are supposed to carry that Christ into the world. And how do we carry the Christ into the world? When we are told the Mass is ended, go forth in the peace and love of Christ. Go to glorify the Lord in your lives. We go out there carrying Christ and bringing Christ to other people. And bringing Christ is bringing the love that he has shown towards us into the world. That is faith in action. We don't just believe and recoil into our corner. We have to make faith practicable. Make faith become visible and evident in our lives. Make people the beneficiaries of our faith. At times it's difficult. That is where the cross comes in. Carrying the cross of Christ. Who did not think about himself, but think about those who were beneficiaries of his suffering. People should benefit from our sacrifices. Benefit from our time. Benefit from our treasure. Benefit from our talent. But the Holy Spirit is always available to help us. Even in challenging moments, in difficult times, when things seem to be impossible. May he continue to enlighten, to strengthen, and enliven us. Amen.